Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 104.9 AM 1260 and HornFM.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Start up your Thursday on VNA. Buck ons and buck offs all morning long. What about this buck off, Buck? You you know you got the NASCAR fellas rolling into Coda this weekend. Oh yeah. The good old boys will be rolling in. We'll talk to Rodney Rodriguez later in the show, get a preview of the big race in the weekend out at Circuit of the Americas. But if you're a car fan, did you know that the Chevy Camaro, the Chevy Camaro, is no longer General Motors. Done? announced that uh, they are killing off the Camaro because of lagging sales. Yeah. The, it was meant uh, to be a classic anyways. The original Camaro came out in 1966. It's been around almost 60 years. And I'm going through some pictures here. I'm trying to find which year was the coolest of the Camaros. Because Camaro... 69. You think so? Yeah. I'm my, looking at this 72 and the 74. 77 was pretty cool. The Camaro Rally Sport. Remember, of course, oh, what the Rally was it? Sport, yeah. What was it, 74 when the uh, the Camaro, what was the, the Z28 came out? Remember, they went to the Z28, the Power 350 under the hood, the V8? Come on, man. It's a muscle car. Then it got a little sleeker into the 80s. I've always been a Charger guy. Dodge? Mm-hmm. You're a Dodge guy. A Dodge you, Charger. It's like the Ford Mustang, the Chevy Camaro. You're a Charger guy. Mm hmm. I never knew that. Come on, Bucky. Lots of muscle there now. That's that thing's still going. I don't like the newer ones, but like the old Dodge Charger. Look at that eighty-one Chevy Camaro. The stripe G28. down there, that yeah, sharp, brother. That's good looking. Then, of course, in eighty-two, it got a whole new body type and went from kind of the fin in the back to that real sleek look. Through the, I just know when I was I was growing up. Uh, I'm a child of the eighties, right? Born in nineteen seventy-two, so the middle of the eighties. The Camaro was kind of the the cool. Oh, it was. The cool it car, like all of a sudden, because because I got my driver's license at nineteen at sixteen, so that was eighty seven, eighty eight, and it was like the, all the girl all the girls were getting the, like the Mustangs, but the dudes still wanted the Camaro. I don't know what that was. Oh yeah, I know there's a bunch of girls at our school that, that end up getting like the convertible Mustang with the shift stick in the middle, with the stick in the middle. Well, I know. Couldn't get over to her. <laughs> the Chevy Camaro, baby. Z28, no longer. Now, I will point out for you car enthusiasts, you probably know more about this than I do, that uh, it might not be gone for long. They're already hinting at a new version in the works. And this isn't the first time the Camaro's gone away. Oh. They paused it in 03. And Electric then car. Rebranded it Electric in Camaro. Yeah, it's like when they brought back the Ford Bronco, and it was now it's just ugly. It doesn't look anything like the old one. You know what? I didn't like the Bronco, but every, every every once in a while I'll see one. I'm like, that's not bad. That's my dream car. I'm not a big car guy. The Bronco? I've always wanted Did the Did you Bronco. like the old Bronco? Yeah. Really? The, the OJ ones. Bronco? Yes, exactly. 
But you don't like the new ones? No. Huh. I think they look stupid. Well, my and buddy, I've never seen one out on the streets either. I will say this. My friend uh, Jeff Parks, who owns uh, Mud Bugs down there in Buda, mm-hmm. a Cajun joint. We've done some stuff out there. Jeff's a good dude. He's got one, and it's a convertible. It kind of looks like a Jeep. And it's well, a you pretty, can just take the top off. Because yeah, it's it, small. It does look like a Jeep. Yeah, like it's that. cool. Is it a hard top? I'm not. Yeah, that's a hard top. I'm almost certain. I don't, I've don't. i just seen him driving it. But, uh, yeah, I like that. This is my first car, a 1980 Camaro, Navy interior, exact with silver racing. Exterior with silver racing stripes on either side. Stripe. I should have never sold it. <laughs> exactly right. Wow. My father, because uh, my dad had us like, what was he? What did he would tell me? It was like a 68 Mustang fastback back Beauty. in the day. His, my mom made him sell it because we had he had two kids. You know, my brother and I were born when they were 20 years old. Sorry, we're not going to put those kids in the back of that. <laughs> yeah, we got to sell that thing. My dad's still mad that he sold that darn car. But uh, way back in the day. There it is. The Chevy Camaro. We'll take your uh, your favorite model and year. And uh, look at that, man. When they got to they got sleek and convertibles and I mean the coolest muscle car still for me is the Trans Am, right? Trans Am or the Mustang. Well, isn't that what, uh, what that was Burt Reynolds? That was doing Smokey and the Bandit? Was that the Trans Am? Come on, man. And then of course if if you if you're like my age, what was the uh on Dukes of Hazard, what was the General Lee? Was that your Dodge Charger? You might have been car the people will then. tell me uh, what that was. Because I'm not. I might have been a Camaro. I was never a Stingray no. guy. I was never a Stingray guy. I never thought those were cool at all. Yeah, Smokey and the Bandit was the Trans Am, which, which the big eagle on the front or on the hood. That was awesome. Um, but now we're, we're getting rid of the, the Camaro. Dukes, the Dukes of Hazard car was what? The General Lee. The Dodge Charger. Was a Dodge Charger. Yeah, 69 Dodge Charger. That was your car. That's a biggie right there. <laughs> That's muscle right there. You probably didn't ever watch the Duke boys there, Ty. You Bo and Luke. I've, I've, I've seen the original, but I, I also like the Jessica Simpson I look a little version. bit like Luke myself. I've never seen the uh, the Jessica Simpson. Well, there's she was very talented in that movie. She Well, her shorts were talented. Yes. Her Daisy Dukes. Her legs were talented in that movie. She filled out the, the fire birdie. Ooh. Well, is that what? What is? Is it the Trans Am Firebird? Is that the same thing? Trans Am. Yeah, man. It says, "Look at look at the 2024 Mustang Dark Horse. You guys will see real muscle." Okay, okay. You can take the hard top off the old Broncos too. Okay, so we uh, yeah. I had an '86 Camaro back in the day. It's a good car. So you're a Charger guy. Charger. I think if if, if like at the end of the day, my my car of choice would be a Corvette. If you're looking for a muscle car, the Vet was is the king for me. But that's my personal opinion. I'm a vet guy. And then the Trans Am was smoking a bandit. Then the Camaro. Yeah, I can see you being. I can see you being a vet guy because, you know, you you still you know you like to be up there in the suite. You like the sweet life. So What's wrong yeah, Corvette man. I'm but a Corvette guy. Yeah, I'm a vet guy. While we're kicking around in our nasty Mustangs, the things falling apart, seats all ripped up in the Mustang. I mean, Ford Ford Motor Company can't make a good muscle car. Is that what you're saying? There've been some good Mustangs in the day. Yeah, the my Explorer. Friend. Yuck. Pontiac Firebird, guys. Come on. Yeah, Pontiac is the Firebird. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, look, I mean, we're, we're, we're walking down memory lane here. Dodge Charger, Pontiac Firebird. Dude, I didn't have Ford a car. Mustang. I didn't have a car until after college. I didn't have a car in high school. You hitchhiked. I had to hitchhike and <laughs> ride with my buddies. I love that. Date sure. girls that had cars. One had a red Mustang. It says Steve McQueen had me fall in love oh, with Mustang. Oh, Steve McQueen. The Great Escape. The 
Great Escape. All right, let's get to the headlines. We'll take your car thoughts on the uh, the demise of the Camaro. It is no longer, according to GM. Let's get to the news. UBO Business Services brings us to you a start with golf and the uh, final edition of the WGC Dell Match Play at Austin Country Club opened up yesterday with a bang. World number one, Scotty Scheffler, playing the last match of the day. He had to go all the way to 18 and make one heck of a putt to beat Davis Riley one up. And gets the victory there. Also, world number three, Rory McIlroy, sporting that brand new putter that he put in his bag for this tournament. He rolled past Scott Stallings, three and one. How about world number two, John Rahm, though, upset by Ricky Fowler. John Rahm had trouble with the putter yesterday. Bunch of three putts there. Ricky Fowler gets the victory. And Jordan Spieth won his day one match convincingly over Mackenzie Hughes, four and three, and did it with some uh, Jordan Spieth flair. A beautiful chip in from the rough on 15 was the, uh, the final shot of the match. There are two more days of group play, but keep in mind, since 2015, Nearly 80% of players who have advanced out of pool play into the weekend won their opening match on Wednesday. To college basketball, NCAA tournament resumes tonight. The first four of the eight Sweet 16 games will be played. First game tips at 5.30 at Madison Square Garden. Third seed at Kansas State facing the seventh seed Michigan State. Uh, in Vegas, it's Arkansas and UConn and in an 8-4 matchup there. How about the second game at MSG? Back to, uh, back to New York for the ninth seed of Florida Atlantic squad facing Rick Barnes in Tennessee. And then back in Vegas, possibly the game of the night, UCLA facing Gonzaga. Four more Sweet 16 games tomorrow night, of course, including the second-seeded Longhorns in the Midwest. They will score off with third-seeded Xavier in a good one. Game tips at 845. You'll hear it live right here on the Horn. College basketball coaching news. Notre Dame has hired Penn State's head coach, Micah Shrewsbury. He replaces the departing Mike Bray in South Bend. And according to Kirk Bowles of the Austin American Statesman this morning, Penn State does plan to pursue Texas interim head coach Rodney Terry if he is available. Bowles also said the University of California plans to pursue Terry for their vacant head coaching position as well. Out in Lubbock, meanwhile, Jeff Goodman of Stadium.com reports that North Texas head coach Grant McCaslin has emerged as Texas Tech's top head coaching target. His mean green will play in the NIT semifinal next Tuesday in Las Vegas. Busy night in the NBA. The return of John Morant to the Memphis Grizzlies lineup. The 23-year-old point guard returned from his league-imposed suspension. He scored 17 points off the bench. They beat Houston by five. Spurs got walloped by Milwaukee, 130-94. to How about the Greek freak? Uh, Giannis Attentacumpo scored 31 points, grabbed 14 rebounds in 23 minutes on the floor. Mavericks lost at home to Golden State, 127-125. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. A lot of lip outs yesterday in the in Dell match play. I don't get a lot of lip outs because I don't. I either miss the whole hole, you know what I mean, or I put it in the middle. I don't get very many of those ones that hit Ring the corner. The I don't there. get many of those. I either totally miss that kind of putt. If you I'm ram it in, I either ram it in down the middle or. I don't get lip outs. I mean, that means I miss the whole the whole period. They don't come close. If I'm going to miss, I miss badly. But I watched Morikawa play yesterday. He looked pretty sharp. And Kisner, I think they play each other today. Morikawa was saying to Kisner. They played each other today. Yeah, yesterday. Because, yesterday. Uh, Kisner, Kisner lost to Hideki Matsuyama. Oh, Matsuyama. Yeah, he's, he plays Morikawa today and said that. Morikawa, My bad. I think Morikawa said, guess you what? You know what I mean, guys? <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Same drink. I mean, let me just say this. I think it was that uh, Morikawa said that Kisner talks too much. He said, I got a whole day of this guy. He says he's all-day cookie when you play against him. He says he's competitive with the, with the jabber, too. Hey, so uh, let's dive into our Coach's Corner. It's brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations, avconsultations.com. 
Audiovisual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. Yeah, Golf course looked great yesterday. I saw the roses, the knockouts were in full bloom yeah, on that course at the looked, par three. It looked great. Looked great. Obviously, not a lot of sunshine, but the cloud cover was uh, was probably good because if it, the sun had been out, it'd have been humid. Oh, as man, that would have been a sauna out there with the humidity levels of, that we were dealing with yesterday. But uh, yeah, good. Good on the first. Thing we mentioned eighty percent of players who win their opening round match have played into the pool play. It's important to win that first match. Jordan Spieth did just that with an easy one. We mentioned uh, also Max Homo was a winner yesterday. World number five. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama did beat Kevin Kisner. Uh, that was a nice match right there. That went to the final hole uh, on 18. Uh, Sam Burns was a winner. Patrick Cantlay was a, was victorious. Colin Morikawa, you mentioned, he beat Victor Perez. Jason Day. So uh, on down the line. But, uh, yeah, I, I mentioned that my favorite match to watch was was uh, John Rahm and Ricky Fowler. And Fowler beat him 49 over 2. And John Rahm was a three-putting machine. He did not have a good day on the greens at ACC yesterday. He's got to get that figured well, out. Well, he looked confused yesterday on the greens. Yeah, he didn't know what he was doing. Meanwhile, Rory McIlroy, kind of cool. He was playing around with a new putter and was making everything. He, he, uh, in the practice rounds this week at ACC, he pulled out this new putter, and he shot like 64-67, and he said, oh, I'm keeping this in the bag. And he went out and won yesterday. So, And he says he plans to, to take it into the Masters, which is two weeks away. So good golf out there uh, if you were uh, taking it Scheffler in. Scheffler and Kim today too, huh? Good stuff. Yeah, good matches today. We'll run through these, the uh, the matchups today. Uh, on the car, we, I figured this Bron- this Camaro thing would get people going. Um, this says uh, Trans Am was Rockfi- Rockford Files car. Bucky knows the Rockford oh, Files. Oh, I do know the Rockford Files, yes. Yeah, this says, uh, this says uh, Ty is thinking of the Bronco Sport, which is completely different than the Bronco, which does look like the original. This says Trans Am was a Pontiac. Says uh, E is a silver spoon guy. E is not a silver spoon guy. That that's never been my first car. Buck bought it with my own money, paper routes and whatnot. When I went off to college, a, a Honda Prelude. There you go, Honda Prelude. Got a little Civic. Maybe you had a little Civic going it on. A, it, it ran fine. It had a sunroof on it, but I bought that bad boy. And uh, yeah, my parents never bought us a car. No. <laughs> I've told you I was the kid growing up in the '80s and into the '90s that we didn't have cable at our house. No cable. First time I actually had cable when I could watch ESPN at my own house was when I moved to St. Edwards and lived in the dorm. I actually had ESPN and cable. And then uh, and we were growing up, Buck, with four kids. We only had one car. We had a van. Did shared have, by everybody. Oh, yeah. We had one. T- oh, my good. dad took the park and ride down to downtown Houston every morning. Somebody would have to drop him off. You know, it was At the bus stop? At the stop there? Yeah. You could oh, yeah. have a park and ride. Heck yeah, man. This says, you guys know Ford equal, uh, it means found on road dead. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> this says, uh, being any Firebird was Pontiac's version of the Camaro Trans Am was an upgrade Firebird. Okay. I got you. As a kid, you loved the General Lee and then Smokey and the Bandit's car. Smokey, I mean, Burt Reynolds' car and Smokey and the Bandit was about as cool as it gets. And I think the movie Route 66 was your car, the Corvette. I don't know I think why that's was. I think I've that was the car. Always been into the Corvettes. I never had a Corvette. Um, that's never happened. But um, you know, yeah. If you say, "What's your favorite muscle car?" I would say Corvette, for sure. Over time, yeah. Mine's and I do like to the, be new the, the new The new, the new ones look really cool, man. The newest models of the Corvette really sharp. Yes. I mean, what do they what do they go for these days? What are you paying for a new Corvette? Dude, I'm too old to drive a Corvette. That's way too young for me. You probably couldn't get it out. That's of what it. I'm saying. That's a problem. <laughs> you could think they're low to the ground. Oh no, I would that new Corvette convertible, hundred and fourteen thousand one ninety five. Hello, two seater. Let's go. 
Let's do this. But yeah, there, there you go. Uh, I'm a smoking the bandit, Dukes of Hazard kind of guy. All right, Buck. So in our coach's corner here, let's dive into the Longhorn matchup tomorrow night with uh, with Xavier. First off, who do you like tonight? Michigan State, Kansas State. Boy, that's a tough game. I don't know Izzo right now, but the tournament time is fifteenth, Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Jerome Tang's first year. K State guy going back home, little guy. They're underdogs too. Who K State still is? One and a half points. Ooh, they like Tournament Tom's experience. I see. I'm going to go Michigan State. Well, here your experience will be heavily on Sparty's side, without a doubt, as far as the coaches go. Um, and defense, right? They they did a great job with Tyler Kolek of Marquette the other in the in game in the uh, round of thirty two. I just think I think Marquise Noel's playing too well. He's kind of got this. Uh, you know, we see these point guards in these tournaments over over the years who kind of can carry their teams and to, back home. Wow, he's back in New York City. Grew up in Harlem. Uh, he had twenty seven points in the win over Kentucky and was just a just a playground show highlight reel. Marquise Noel and then Keontae Johnson's good damn good player too. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Michigan State in that spot. What do you like there, Ty? You like Sparty? I like Kansas State. I do too. I do too. With a week to prepare, I think they're the the, the more talented team, the more explosive team is K State. And yeah, Mr. New York City. Yeah, that's the one right there coming home. UConn and Arkansas tonight. Uh, Remember, Razorbacks, if you're looking for pure talent, I mean, Arkansas has got two lottery picks potentially from the NBA draft with Nick Smith Jr. and Anthony Black. They've also got Ricky Council. Uh, these guys are NBA players. You know, UConn may not have a guy who's an NBA player. So, better team is probably UConn. More talented team team is Eric Musselman's squad. So, how do you how do you square that out? Yeah, and they got better at the end of the season. And we know that UConn is so just physical in the pit in the interior. So height their height advantage. Uh, they're really a really good team, and they're a complete team because they're top fifteen in both offense and defense in the metrics. So, uh, good game there. Do you like uh, Huskies or Razorbacks? Huskies. Yes. UConn. A lot of people like them in the Final Four. They're two wins away now from that. Uh, is Rick Barnes in Tennessee going to get to the sweet, to the Elite Eight? Elite Eight? No. Against Florida Atlantic, the Owls? See you later, Cinderella. That's over with. Well, the question is, are they going to let Rick Barnes' team throw elbows again and just start hammering people? They put they laid it out last week. Now. <laughs> is Florida wow. Atlantic really a Cinderella, though? They're 31-3. and three. I know I realized that they played in the... And what the conference U.S. conference USA? I don't know what Florida Atlantic is in. Um, Sun Belt. They're a Sun Belt team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. FAU. Uh, no, look, I'll look it up. I think they're a conference USA, but no, nonetheless, they played I mean, like Temple, didn't they? They played like Marshall and Temple. Did they not play no, Temple? Temple's in the American Conference. You sure? They, yes. Okay. Um, but I mean, they're a good team. Super athletic. Great guard play. I could see them. I could see Viscovi for Tennessee struggling with the athleticism of Florida Atlantic tonight. Well, and again, Tennessee without Zakai Ziegler. I mean, this is just he's their. He was their quarterback. He was their floor general. The fact they beat Duke was huge, and because they struggled to score, they struggled to score offensively without that point guard. And uh, that'll be a big matchup. And the game of the night is uh, the late one with UCLA and Gonzaga. Uh, this one could be a high score. You Mick Cronin doing a great job at UCLA, uh, bringing that program back to the top. And Gonzaga, this is one of those years where they're not a one seed, but uh, they got that Drew Timmy guy still playing. So uh like that matchup late. Is it the Zags or the Bruins, T.Y.? That's the toughest one in my mind to pick. By the way, the uh, Florida Atlantic Owls play in Conference USA. Conference USA. I should have known that. I'm a Sunbelt guy. Texas yeah. State. Um, but, no, yeah, I think UCLA, they're definitely more experienced in this spot. But I've been saying it. They're 
their lack of depth is probably yeah, they've catch had up a couple of years where they get to this part and well, depth. I said lack of depth. We'll this is a them. great matchup from a final the uh, final four buzzer beater a few years ago where uh, Suggs, you know, hit that cra- oh, hit yeah. that crazy shot. You're right about that. You're right about that. And Drew Timmy is back again, averaging over 21 points a game. Uh, and he shoots 62% from the field. That and they've got a kind of, of pretty good shots. up-tempo group at Gonzaga this year. They do. And Mark you know. Few. So looking forward to that. That's a fun game. You have to stay up late to see it. Uh, K-State, Michigan State should be entertaining. UConn, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Fort Atlantic. Longhorns, of course, play tomorrow night. We'll preview that game coming up, the uh, key matchups for the Longhorns. And I'll say this about Xavier. Uh, they are elite offensively. They really are. They lead the nation uh, on a per-game basis in assists. So they really share the basketball. They move the basketball very well. They average almost 20 assists a ball game. Um, you know, so they, they, you know, Texas has the better players, I believe, the more dynamic backcourt uh, and the way Dylan DeSue is playing. But at the same time, you're going to have to beat a team that's really efficient offensively. And they got the big guy. You know, Penn State didn't have any size, and it's one of the reasons Dylan DeSue got off like he did in that game. Uh, Jack Nungy, the seven-footer, who's 24 years old, as we mentioned, that'll be a key guy for the Longhorns because not only can he take you down low, he also can shoot threes. Uh, he's a 40% three-point shooter at seven foot tall. So that is a matchup the Longhorns will have to factor into tomorrow night when they get to that game. We'll come back and get into the Rodney Terry story. There are reports that he is in demand now uh, by schools, not just Texas. That is an interesting subplot to the story uh, because we assume Rodney Terry will be offered the job at Texas when uh, when the season is over. But there are some others that would like to talk to him. We'll talk about that coming up, plus your hot or not topics before the end of the hour. And that's the question of the morning on B&E on a buck off Thursday. What is your favorite American muscle car all time? Stang, Vet. Stang. Charger. You're the Charger. <laughs> that's such a weird off-the-nose answer, the Dodge Charger. We're back on b It's Bucky and Aaron. All right, listen. You can't come in here with the Ford Fiero. <laughs> Is that really a Ford, the Fiero? I remember the Fiero. Tiny little thing. I was telling you and telling Ty that my college roommate had a Riviera. And oh. I think it was an Oldsmobile. Somebody tell me if it was the Riviera. But that thing, it was jacked up. You ever know anybody that had a Cutlass? The old Cutlass. Oh, the Riviera was sort of like a Cutlass. Sort of, sort the of that. Remember the, the, the LeSabre? The LeSabre, yes, Le of Sabre, course. I knew all of those. Yeah. Oh, man. Who didn't want to drive the Lasbury back in the day? Uh, but, yes, he, that's pretty funny. The Riviera. <laughs> that thing was supposed to be sleek. I, I, you probably, do you remember the Fiero? That was kind of an 80s eighties ride. A little little toy, matchbox car looking thing. My first little girlfriend, Sherry Blunt, do, dad was a doctor. Her dad had the... Um, Lincoln Continental, where the doors opened the other way, E. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was a big shot coming out of there. Doctor's daughter, sixth grade. She's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, the GTO has been mentioned. The GTO is sweet. That's a good one. Hey, listen, a uh, lot to do. We're talking Texas and uh, two Buick wins from the Final that. Four. By the way, do you want to be at the Final Four? You could be. Uh, all you got to do is register now to win a pair of tickets to the women's basketball uh, tournament in Final Four at uh, in Dallas and uh, win a pair or win a pair to the men's tournament down in Houston. One or the other. And it's all courtesy of our great friends at Send Text Tickets. Sign Thank up you, Shelby. At hornfm.com. Uh, tickets do not include travel or lodging. You must be 18 or older to win, but uh, just go to the website. We'll give those away on April the 1st. There you go. This Fiero was a Pontiac. I thought so. When somebody said Ford <laughs> Fiero, I was like, that wasn't a Ford, was it? Yeah, Pontiac Fiero. Uh, this says, you fools don't know jack about cars. That's no, true. No, we don't. We don't. I That's what we're just that. yapping right now. We have no clue. That's what we got Rodney for. 
That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk to Rodney Rodriguez coming up. We'll preview the NASCAR weekend. Rodney had a Buick somewhere along the line. Remember, remember when Tiger was pimping those Buicks? And his dad probably was driving. He never got into a they Buick. Paid him in his well life. to pimp those Buicks. <laughs> he never got into a Buick in his life. Come on now. Matthew McConaughey's in the Buicks, is he not? Lincoln. No, no, he's, he's a Lincoln, Lincoln. He's a Lincoln guy. Yeah. The Lincoln lawyer. He was driving a Lincoln long before they paid him to. I think so. I, I think he was, wasn't he? Well, that's what he says. He says, guys, my dream car, the 73 Ford Falcon XB GT hardtop, the Mad Max car. Nice. There you go. I'd have loved to have had a nice Lincoln at some time or other. We had, man, we had the Volkswagen Beetle. We had that Beetle, that little van. My old man had the minivan thing. It had the little sink in it and everything. Yeah, we had the, that's why I said we had to convert one of those custom vans. Cause the we big drive, one? Yeah, because we had to have a van because when, when we moved to Ohio, from Ohio to Texas in 1980, my mother has six siblings, right? She's one of seven. So and they're a very close family, big Irish Catholic family. And my mom's only, to, to move to Texas and pull away from the family, the rule was we had to go back once a year. Put you all in that people. thing. Oh. So the only way to do it was haul in the van. And uh, we told you, I told you about the Clark Griswold trips we took in that van. We had two Gosh, of them. I was the oldest of age. So we had, we had kids laying in the back of that little van, <laughs> yeah. arms and legs all over each other. I will bad say, the breath. second one was really nice. I mean, it had beds and you could, you know, it was a nice custom van, but uh, that was our vehicle. That's what I took my driver's test in, Buck. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's what uh, I would the, van, the minivan? That's all we had. Come on, man. What a minivan. It was a real full-size van, bro. The big one? Yes. That was what I took my driver's test in. That's all we had. So I bought my own little Honda Matchbox Prelude back in the day when I was heading off to college. So, yeah, that was – I was not a car guy. Oh, when I, I came to cars, Austin, I we, had, have a car. we had the, the big minivan from Covert, the the ones with the doors that slide. That's when the slide doors came out. That's what my dad had growing oh, up. Oh, my goodness. That was green the, and ugly. That was the soccer mom van. That thing, but it was big. It was custom built. It says, y'all ever see the movie Ford versus Ferrari? Heck yeah, I did. I love that movie. That's a good one. You ever see that? It's long, but it's good. Matt Damon. I got to check that out. No, I have not seen that. It says, Tiger drove off a cliff in a Buick. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Tiger, <laughs> Tiger drove off a cliff in a Genesis. Genesis, yes. Genesis SUV, the, the, the Hyundai model, the Genesis high end line. Which is pretty nice. We also had the station wagon oh, e no. with the wooden planks on the side of it. it. Says the Buick Grand National. Oh my God! Listen, when we were in, when we were the on the Grand Marquis, there was a Grand Marquis. When we were on the mean streets of uh, Ohio, we had a Ford Pinto. No. Yes. Jacked up with this all jacked Pinto. up. No, it's brown. It was like doo doo brown, like the color of your truck. Wow. What else do we have? It was one of those little. Uh, we had a, we, I think it was a little Mustang, but it had like, I don't even know. It was brown, so we had this, too. We had that then we had a Chevy Impala. We would go from Pennsylvania to back to North Carolina in that silly-ass station wagon <laughs> with the, with the wood, fake wood panels on the side of it. With us sitting back looking at the pe- people behind us in the car. Oh, that was awful. That, that was, was the one uh, where my old man would say, don't make me come back there. 
We got that many times. Wow. Uh, that All this is in uh, conversation with uh, GM announcing that they're discontinuing making the Camaro. Why Camaro. The Camaro is no longer. Ty, what was your first car? A Honda CRV. Ooh. And I had two twelve subwoofers in the back of it. And subwoofers, it, and, it, and it shook like no other. That I was thought, the, that was the Westlake in you. Yeah, I thought my car. Subwoofers. I thought my first car was a chick car. Uh, I've only had chick cars, or like my car right now. You know, it's it's red, and then I'm getting a new car next month, and it's it's like a cool blue. Didn't you have a car that had like four hundred thousand miles on it at one point? That was the Honda CRV. Four hundred. Close 400, to. It was like three eighty five. Man, that's big time. This says, E, three of my five kids learned to drive in a 12-passenger van. That's the way to do it. Wow. Now, there's nothing wrong with learning to drive in a van, but when you're like 16 now, and you're where, showing... Now, where, where did you have to do your license? See, in Pennsylvania, you had to go with a state cop. He I was did. the dude that yeah. sat beside I, Oh, yeah. Boy, did that suck. You're talking about being nervous. Oh, yeah. I know. I think I had Sarge. I was on my 16th birthday in December. I did it. And yeah, they. You went right on your birthday to get it done as quick as possible? Well, I took driver's ed in school. This is back when you could take it in high school. It was part of it was like a class you took. So every every day you go to driver's ed. And then when you're ready, you go take your test. We didn't have a driver's ed person at our. But yeah, man, the van was sweet. Now, the only. Catholic The downside of the van is when you show up at 16 to pick up a girl to go on a movie date or something and you're driving this van. I don't know. I feel like that's a plus. Like well, a well, moving let's bedroom. Just, let's go with it. It, was, it was okay, but it didn't go over well with dad. No, you know, oh, when no. You pull up and like, what the hell is this guy driving? All of a sudden, the back seat pops out, the bed pops out in the back. Who is this hooligan that's picking you up in a van down by the river? What are we doing over here? But uh, yeah, that was quite embarrassing. Uh, you know, I'll meet you there. <laughs> that kind of thing would go on. But uh, yeah. So you had, what, was your, what was your first car, by the way, when you finally bought a car? After you stopped hitchhiking. Oh, shoot, I don't remember. You don't remember your first car? Not really. Probably a junker. You, like I said, I didn't have everybody one. Everybody remembers their first car. Uh, it was all through. I mean, I didn't have a, I didn't have a car until after I got out of college. That's what I'm saying, though. But then once you got one, was it a Cutlass? I think it was a, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was a Cutlass. I think it was an old Cutlass. An old ass cutlass, like the floor, the floor falling out on the inside. What, what, somebody tell me that knows more about cars than me, because that's everybody. Cutlass, what is I the, love cu- that. What is the Cutlass Supreme, this baby. Was, that was a Buick, I believe. The Cutlass was. Uh, Wasn't everything a Buick back then? Well, the Cutlass was an Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. Olds, Oldsmo Cutlass. They don't even make Oldsmobiles anymore, do they? I don't think so. Is that even a car? I don't think they make Buicks anymore. Yes, they do make Buicks. They do? They have a Buick dealership? Yes. I haven't seen a Buick dealership <laughs> anywhere. The Buick. <laughs> the Buick Lasbury. My God. Come on, man. Hey, so uh, we're talking cars. Hey, we got a great guest lineup coming. Ty's going to lead us through Hot or Not coming up. Also, in our next hour, David Pierce will join us, our weekly visit with the Texas head baseball coach. Safe to say they've got a pretty big and pivotal series coming this weekend. 11-game win streak, but here comes Texas Tech this weekend. We'll preview that coming up for the Longhorns. Also, uh, in our 9 o'clock hour, we talk to John McClain, formerly of the Houston Chronicle. He's now with gallerysports.com, covering Houston sports, including the uh, Houston Cougars. We'll also talk to him about the Houston Texans with the number two pick overall and what that C.J. Stroud Pro Day might have meant to the uh, the Oilers, or the Texans opportunity. So we'll talk to John, and as we mentioned, Rodney Rodriguez. He knows more about cars than we do. We'll talk to Rodney in our 9 o'clock hour. But uh, taking your favorite all-time car. Dude, this- did you see that where the state of Idaho is thinking about bringing back the firing squad? A few states already have. I'm pretty sure South Carolina. Firing squad E. Quick and easy. Save some money. (laughs) 
You, you guilty? I'm not listen. fire squad today. No, we don't have to wait for anything. We're not waiting for the juice to come in. We got plenty of bullets. I'd rather have that be done to me than well, like what, injected with some so random. Once you chemical. get past the debate about you know good or bad or whatever, if you're for or against capital punishment, once you get to wherever you are with that, the the, the method. No, I'm still into the NASCAR theory where you put All a guy on a policy same. and you go around him and they pick and choose this. <laughs> you want it to be as you're brutal the, as possible? Oh, of course. We're going to go that direction. The firing squad? Really? You know, you know, Idaho. It says E. Hogan with the Uncle Rico van in high school. That's true. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was, man. Dude, my old man used to roll up to Boston College with that little Volkswagen Beetle van. That thing, a little red van. It was unbelievable. Is that your dad? Is that your family coming out of that? Look at all these kids coming out of that damn thing. This is E. You were tossing newspapers from a bike when you could have been selling ice cream from the van. No. <laughs> I will say my mom, by the way, can I say buck on to my mother who's back listening to the show? She Good. spent last week in the hospital and Good, glad she's a little scary back. at some points there. But uh, she is back listening, and uh, we appreciate her and all the, the well wishes that you folks have given us. She listens at home and By the way, we did the, the we, did, we did the paper route on bicycles. There was no... No cars. I didn't have any. I didn't have any help. See, I was the capitalist because I did it on a bike to start with, but then I made enough money where I bought a moped. And then when I bought you got the a moped, yeah, two of them. I had bought two of them with my own money, uh, and because I, you know, the route was kind of divided up throughout the neighborhood for, for several different kids. And you had to go. That the long but spot what, was the longest away. Was right, long. But once I got man. the moped, I could do multiple routes, which means I could make more money, which means I could do it faster. So yeah, I bought my own moped, and then I bought a second one. But I will say in that convert in that that custom van we had, when it would rain, Sunday my, paper the Sunday paper well, helped. When the weather was bad, my mom would drive me around and I would throw it out the side door of the van. <laughs> that was that was basically yeah. the sun on Sundays. Well, hey, no. did she get a cut? No, no, she, she was just my it. mom. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> only when it rained did she would take me around and uh, yeah, because I would hang out no, the door and just I did the bicycle with two bags, one on each shoulder, throwing those bad. I boys. never did that. I I did ride the bike for. You know, first couple, first year. You got a moped. So. I was still on that homemade bike. I mean, homemade. I had to buy that. You oh. made a bike? Oh yeah, I made plenty. Made of it bikes more efficient, before. man. You're always looking for efficiency, and then I could have more houses bike and parts. more routes and make more money. What that was all about. But uh, yes, but I had the bike without the, when the chain didn't work. Oh, I had to stick my feet out coming downhill. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. You, you know, the only way to stop. The only thing the to worst. stop it was to hit the curb and go <laughs> flying. Just, so a, it was just a seat and two wheels, pretty oh, much. Dude. No. Yeah. Oh, it just for some odd reason when I was going downhill, the chain would go. Uh oh. See ya. Hey, we'll Out come back when we do. It's hot or not with Ty. We'll also get back into some actual sports conversation. But we appreciate the car comments that you've made on the day that the Camaro has been discontinued by GM. It's B and E on the horn. What's hot? And what's not? B and E on this Thursday, hot and not, including Jordan Spieth yesterday. Easy win in the match play day one. How about his hole out on 15? Popped it up in the air, rolled right in. That was how he closed out Mackenzie Hughes. That was pretty cool. Scotty Scheffler, a winner yesterday as well. Uh, also on the hot side, apparently Rodney Terry, a hot commodity on the coaching carousel. Reports from Kirk Bowles this morning at the Austin American Statesman that Penn State and Cal are interested and would be interested in Rodney Terry as their head coach if the Longhorns aren't going to secure him. And that led to a tweet from Dickie V. Dick Vitale had a tweet uh, yesterday, late yesterday, that uh, 
says, lack of class by the Texas Athletic Board. I can buy waiting until the end of the regular season on the status of Rodney Terry. However, after winning the Big 12 Conference title, he deserved a multi-year deal. Uh, just weird for me that that all came down on the same day, but either way, Rodney Terry, I think, will be retained as the Texas coach. Is this negotiating or whatever? But I think he'll be back. But more importantly, they got to gain tomorrow night. That's the most important thing. Keep they got to keep winning. Keep on keeping on. But, uh, yeah, that is uh, what's out there. But, yeah, apparently, according to Kirk, Penn State, and uh, the Cal Bears would be interested in Rodney Terry, which he's he deserves that recognition, right? If he Cal if, still plays sports, they do, I think. But you know, if if Texas decides to go a different direction, which I guess is still possible, I don't think that's going to happen. But there are, you know, you know, the athletic director may have a a list of people he wants to talk to. Of course, to. He does yeah. So. Good good luck to Rodney. I know Rodney would like to stay in Austin. I know that's for sure. Hey, but we've got uh, a lot of texts coming in on this text line on our car conversation. Yeah, my dad had the pink Cadillac. Ooh, you lost a Cadillac in Florida one time, too. Yes, I did. And it was not pink. Believe me, my old man had the ones with the wings in the back, the long, big wings. And he put about seven, eight of us in that thing at one time, too. There were no, you didn't need to have a car seat back in those days, E. Car seat? No. You stick your arm out for left and right, huh? Well, I don't know what the car seat even is. For kids, for baby, do you know there were no car seats back in there? No. So, no car seat, just strap, hey, hold on. Hold on to that kid. I think we were lucky if we had a seatbelt on. I don't think we did. <laughs> Some of them didn't have seatbelts. No, because we would, we would climb up into the back window thing. <laughs> My brother and I, we'd fight the layup in that thing. You know, in the back windshield or the back, back part? Yeah, they also, the cars weren't getting up to 70, 75, 80 or whatever either. Yeah, we had that the big old wings in the back of that Cadillac, and it was pink too. Was, and no, he wasn't selling hair products or whatever. <laughs> yeah, was he a Mary Kay rep? <laughs> no, he was not a Mary Kay rep. All right, so uh, hot and not today uh, with some good stuff out there. And uh, Ty, what do you have for us in hot or not? Big stuff for you. You get your how'd your picks do from the Dell match play yesterday? One and three, one, or one and two, one and two. You Scotty Scheffler made a big putt on eighteen to secure that one. And then that uh, dude battled him yesterday. Matsuyama beat Kisner, and Tommy Fleetwood lost to who was it? Yeah, he struggled yesterday. Yeah, Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, we'll get back after it today. I think I'm going to be out there, so maybe if I'm in person watching these guys, I can you can push them on. Yeah, push them through a little bit better. Uh, but today we've already talked about it a little bit. But Cam Newton participated in the Auburn Pro Day. I know Bucky was really excited about it. See what he to see what he still had and uh, Shaderick. Jackson, who's a wide receiver, uh, or was a wide receiver at Auburn, and he ran a 4-2-5-40. But he says uh, Cam Newton definitely still has it, even though there were some uh, mixed bag reviews from his – he threw about 30 balls yesterday and about, you know, probably about five of them were overthrows. But i got to ask you all, is, is, does he have a future playing football, whether it's in the NFL or for a different league? Who? Cam Newton. Oh, he's, he can play – he can be a backup. Yeah, if Cam Newton were willing to go be a backup quarterback. That's not what he wants. I think he's already, you know, do you really think he thinks he's a starter? Yes. 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 He said as much this week. He said that he's talking about there's 32 starting quarterbacks. He said, I'm better. You can't tell me I'm not blanking better than these randoms. Some of these randoms. You sure he wasn't talking about some backups? He could be a backup in the league right now if he wanted to. I think he could if if that's the direction he wanted to go in. That's not what he wants to do. He can be a starter in the XFL. But him showing up at Auburn's Pro Day where all the you know, to be the college kids want to show show out and putting himself on as a spectacle would tell you he still plans he still wants to be the show. 
XFL? No. I'd watch I'd watch an XFL game if Cam Newton was playing in it. It'd be exciting. It's better than Brock Osweiler or Paxton Lynch, whoever else is throwing out there. It says Penn State fired their coach after getting to the turnaround. No, Penn State's coach took the Notre Dame job. No, he didn't. That's we wasn't fired, yeah. yeah. He moved over to South Bend to replace Mike Bray. We'll reset all that in the headlines. We'll take your thoughts on Dick Vitale's comments. We will uh, get back into the Longhorn situation. And David Pierce talks Texas versus Texas Tech coming up at 830. It's B&E on the Horn.